You are now listening to the Positive Majority Podcast. We keep it natural over here. We keep it organic over here. Got the best stuff on the planet over here. We have to keep it natural over here. We keep it live over here. We keep nature thriving over here. Nature is our God. We surviving over here. Natural. We keep it live over here. Hi, Positive Majority. Happy 2019. Thanks for joining me on this first podcast of the year. Hope you're all doing well and sticking tight to your resolutions. At the beginning of this year, I started with a three-day water-only fast, and I kind of just wanted to go over my process, my results, and a few tips for you if you're interested in doing any kind of long-term fasting and you guys can just kind of join me on my experience. So first and foremost, I just wanted to get into why people fast. Uh, It has a background with a lot of spirituality, faith, and devotion, but there are also some health reasons that uh, people do fasting. So obviously the first one would be weight loss. People that are interested in weight loss seems pretty obvious. If you don't eat food, then uh, you're probably going to lose some body fat. But let's take a closer look to how fasting can help with that. Ketosis is the state in which your body begins using energy from your internal fat stores instead of food. Water fasting helps your body reach ketosis more quickly than dieting does. So when you refrain from eating calories, your body's forced to burn fat cells for energy. The other thing fasting is good for is slowing the aging process. While we know that no force on earth can halt or reverse the aging process, it's certainly true that some people age more gracefully than others. Animal studies have found that intermittent fasting can extend lifespan up to 80% over control groups. In humans, fasting can be found to reduce oxidative oxidative damage and inflammation. And then the other thing would be improved cell recycling. So this was what got me interested in it the most. It's called autophagy. Autophagy, and it's your body's normal, natural process for recycling unnecessary or dysfunctional components. Water fasting forces your system into an autophagic state. With the severely reduced caloric intake, your body is forced to be more selective in which cells it protects. This means that fasting can encourage your body's natural healing mechanisms to actively destroy and recycle damaged tissues, which may have a positive effect on several serious conditions. There's bountiful anecdotal evidence from people who claim that water fasting helped them overcome debilitating disorders. Current research backs up many of these claims. Animal studies have found that alternate day fasting caused a major reduction in the incidence of cancer, and metabolic syndrome. Rodents placed in on an intermittent fast had fewer incidences of neurological disorders. So I think there's a lot of health benefits to doing a fast, you know, while resting your digestive system. So I just wanted to go in order all of the steps that I took to get through this fasting. So let's go with the pre-fast here. I didn't just jump into fasting, you know, I didn't wake up one morning and say, hey, I think I'm going to fast and only drink water for three days. This is something I've been thinking of for the better part of 2018, and I finally got around to feeling healthy enough and prepared enough to, you know, get into it. 
I had some inspiration from people that I follow on Instagram, inspired by Coop. He runs a few three, five, and seven-day water fasts. So I've followed his page and listened to his advice. And also Chaka Bars, who is someone I admire on the Instagram, who does a lot of uh, you know fruit eating, you know, mono fruit eating, and uh, vegan food consumption and uh, he does a lot of fasting with Coop and a lot of calisthenics which I'm into these days as well Um, so I do admire what they have going on and that brings me to tip number one imitation is the highest form of flattery the easiest way to start doing something you're interested in is by copying someone who's already doing it well both of these guys that I was talking about inspired by Coop and Chaka Bars are really fit vegans And that's my personal goal for 2019 is to be a very fit vegan. I learned a lot of fasting techniques from these guys and watching them do, um, you know, what they do. And I did my own research. I spent some time making sure that, you know, I knew what I was getting into and, uh, you know, make sure that I was prepared for these three days with no food. So as far as preparing goes um, for the water fast, you want to take the seven to ten days before your fast in advance for cleaning up your diet for me personally i eat a whole food plant-based diet currently and i don't really consume as much alcohol as i used to so coffee was the only thing that i had to wean myself off of you want to prepare correctly so you don't struggle with you know caffeine sugar alcohol withdrawals while you're fasting as it will make the process much harder and that brings me to tip number two prepare your body with lots of fruits veggies nuts and legumes drink lots of water and lay off the caffeine and booze for seven days before you start your fast all right so let's get into day one i started my fast on new year's day and i had a few gentlemen join me as well shout out to ray out there in canada for joining me and foxy noxy kyle knox joined me and he was the only person to complete the fast with me and we'll give an honorable mention to my roommate omar who was going to join me but he was not feeling very well so he nodded out on day one but we'll get you next time omar hope you're feeling better Day one's always uh, the toughest. Your body's craving its regular input and all the normal times that you eat, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all the snacking that you do. Um, So it's a little bit of a struggle. But on day one, I woke up, I had my water prepared, and I didn't have much planned for the day. One of the first things you notice when you're fasting is how much free time you free up by not eating. You're not cooking, you're not grocery shopping, you're not going out to eat. So fasting opens up a lot of time. Aside from a few growls in the beginning of the day and hunger pains, it was pretty easy. Uh, Anytime I felt hungry, I just drank water. I also noticed that in times of boredom, uh, the first thing I would do is, you know, want to reach for a snack. And uh, by fasting, I become aware of that trigger. So it allows you to pay attention. Uh, So this brings me to tip number three. Carry around a big bottle of water. I had 74-ounce bottle of water with me everywhere I went for those three days. Actually, for six days, just to make sure that I was drinking enough water and staying hydrated. It's the number one most important thing when doing a water fast, obviously. Uh, For most of day one, I felt fine. Not extremely hungry. I went to my parents' house around 7 p.m. I reached peak hunger. At this point, you know, my stomach was growling. I hadn't eaten all day. I was feeling pretty hungry, but I didn't feel sick or, you know, 
slowed down. I just felt my stomach rumbling, so I just drank water and pushed through until my hunger pangs subsided. I was in bed by 10.30 that day, and I, I survived day one. Day two, I woke up with a slight headache, and I was a bit tired, more so than usual. Once I got up and drank some water, I was feeling pretty normal, energy no- Ugh, energy levels were pretty good, and I didn't feel hungry at all. I got my day started, and I felt well. I had some time before work, and I did sign up for a 30-day yoga challenge. I didn't think of doing my normal workout. I didn't think that was a good idea. I figured I'd spend too much energy, but I thought if I got on the mat and did a little bit of stretching yoga, you know, it couldn't impact me too much. I didn't think it would be that strenuous, uh, but I did get about 30 minutes into my yoga practice, and when I hit the first forward fold and, you know, went root to rise, I can feel all the blood rushing to my head, and I felt a little bit lightheaded, so at that point in time, I just paused the video, took a seat, drank some water, and, uh, you know, took it easy for the rest of the day. That brings me to tip number four. Don't overexert yourself. Even if you feel like you have the energy, take it easy. The name of the game is conservation. Two interesting things that I noticed on day two were A, I wasn't hungry at all and I wasn't triggered by seeing food. I actually worked on day two and I served some food to people and I didn't have any cravings and I wasn't like wishing to eat or, you know, longing for food. I was very calm, um, which brings me to B, your five senses become very heightened. It was as if my body was in flight or flight mode or fight or flight mode and all the senses kicked in. My eyesight was better. My mind was clear and calm. I could smell for miles and miles felt pretty interesting i would imagine it's because my body is wanting food and kicks into survival mode aside from the occasional low energy where i'd sit for a few minutes i felt fine even working on my feet for seven hours if you do decide to partake in a three-day or longer water fast i do recommend setting aside some time in your schedule to relax not work and just let your body charge up and do its thing Day number three, I woke up a little bit dehydrated and off balance. My bedroom one's a little bit warm, so when I woke up and went to the restroom, I felt a little woozy, a little lightheaded, and I immediately recognized these symptoms as dehydration. So that brings me to tip number five. Drink 16 ounces of water before bed. This ensures a way better morning, especially if you're in your room that's hot and you're sweating at night. After drinking some water that day, I laid back down for about 20 minutes and I felt right as rain. I eased into my morning and I got ready for work. My energy levels were pretty moderate. I can feel my body conserving all of its energy right in my core. And once again, I wasn't hungry and I didn't have cravings. I think that was the biggest misconception. People thought I would be, you know, moody or have cravings and be starving, but it was complete opposite. Um... I could feel all of my energy being conserved in the center of my core. Um, So at work, every movement was about conserving my energy and not overexerting myself. At 5 p.m. that day when I got off of work, right as I got off of work, I felt my body and my energy click over. It was as if I went into hyperdrive and I had this energy boost and I felt great. I felt like very normal, even better than normal, 
energy levels were through the roof. I felt pretty strong. I felt clear-minded. And I felt like I could accomplish anything. And that's, you know, after not eating and consuming only water for three days. So always remember the body is an amazing technology. This brings me to tip number six. Tune into your body. The Body Talks and Meditation Helps is one of my favorite lyrics from Nako and Medicine for the People. During a fasting period, your body will give you many signals. Use this time to tune in and understand the signals. This brings me to breaking your fast. Preparing for breaking a fast is just as important as preparing to begin a fast. Allow yourself two to three days to introduce whole foods back into your body. The enzymes in your stomach have just had a three-day vacation and need some time to build back up to break down rich foods. If you overindulge too soon, you'll experience some discomfort, some diarrhea, and it can potentially be harmful. For my breakfast, or my breakfast, I chose melons. Watermelon, cantaloupe, and honeydew for their simple digestive properties and high water content. I also have the luxury of working at an organic raw juice shop. Shout out to Urge Juice in Berkeley, Michigan. So I had our orange glad and our young Thai coconut water on deck so I could stay fully hydrated, get my minerals, get my nutrients through the juice. I drank mostly juice, water, and ate melons for most of day one of breaking my fast. I was just trying to tune in and listen to my body, slowly tried a few other things later on in the day like a piece of toast, had some crackers, and then towards the end of the day I had some french fries, a little bit of potatoes, and just was taking it pretty slowly to make sure it didn't agitate my stomach. This brings me to tip number seven. Avoid coffee and lemons for a few days after you break your fast as the acidic properties of those drinks or fruits would agitate the stomach and you know you want to ease into bringing food and whole food back into the body. On day two of breaking my fast I felt really good. I'd planned my first cooked meal to be forced udon at Ema in Detroit. And if you're ever in Detroit, Michigan, you got to go visit Ema. It's my favorite place to eat. The food there is amazing, and I always feel great after eating it. Shout out to Ema. My body handled the cooked food without any discomfort or any issues, and I felt as if after day two, I was back in the clear to eating on my normal schedule again. So what I learned through this whole entire fasting process, one, The mind and body connection is capable of amazing things. When taken care of properly, you can really push the limits and challenge ourselves to new heights. Our thoughts and our beliefs are what limit us the most. Two, I lost seven pounds in three days, but surprisingly, I didn't lose any muscle mass. In fact, my first workout after the first foul After my first fast, I felt stronger than I did before I started the fast. After seven days, I was back to my homeostasis weight and I felt stronger than ever. At number three, during and after the fast, I was able to take a closer look to my relationship with food. This is something I feel we all should take a closer look at. We all have habits and patterns surrounding the food that we eat. Some questions come up like, what are you putting in your body? Where did the food come from? What are the ingredients in the food? What are the benefits to your health of the things that you're eating? Why are you eating when you do eat? Is it for your health? Is it to boost your strength? Are you eating emotionally? Are you eating out of boredom? 
so many of these questions for the most part I got to take a a deeper dive into during my fast process and kind of look at the whys why I do these things and I believe you know we should all take a little bit of extra time and really be more mindful about what we eat what we put in our body and how it helps us function it's never too late or too early to make small changes today that will benefit your tomorrow Overall, the three-day fast was a great learning experience and I would absolutely do it again. Next time, giving myself those days off so I can rest completely. If you're interested in fasting for any period of time, please do your research. If you have health insurance, consult your primary care physician before starting any type of fasting just to make sure you're healthy enough uh, to go three days without any, any food. I just want to thank everyone out there for listening again to the Positive Majority Podcast. And always remember, rule number six. This is the part of the show where we want to give thanks. First to Angela Gallegos for doing our awesome intro. Second to Illuminati Congo for allowing us to use their song as our intro music. If you haven't heard of Illuminati Congo, go to iTunes, go to Tidal, go to Spotify, and download and listen to their music. They have some really great stuff. And I want to take some time to thank our affiliates. You can go on our website, positivemajority.com, and support some great companies as well as supporting us Shout out to Inner Vision Apparel, who makes a lot of their clothing out of recycled pop bottles and plastic bottles. Shout out to Poseidon Bottle, making great water bottles so we can eliminate plastic consumption on the planet. A big thank you to Tree Tribe, who's one of our favorites here. They make some great stuff from yoga pants to wallets made out of leaf leather. So check them out, Tree Tribe. And then Cola Tree, who does some amazing hiking gear and makes all of their products very sustainable. They have some beautiful stuff, so go check them out on our affiliate market page. And Manduka, everything in yoga from sustainable yoga mats to yoga gear, Manduka has everything you need. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. Have a great night.